0: Hello darlings and darklings, and welcome to the Simply Witchery podcast. I'm your host Lethe, they them. I'm a queer witch, pagan, amateur herbalist, and tarot reader. Here at Simply Witchery, I discuss magic, ritual, herbs, tarot, and so much more. This week, I'm doing the first of a new series where I create my own herbal monograph for an herb I've spent the last month working with. This episode is all about ginger. Let's get started. Since this is a new series, I want to start out by reminding everyone that everybody is different. We all respond to herbs differently, and so my experience with a given herb shouldn't deter or encourage you necessarily to try an herb. This is also not intended to be medical advice. I'm not a healthcare professional and I can't diagnose you with anything. I can't give you advice on how to deal with anything specifically. You should always check in with your medical care team before adding an herb to your regimen. That said, let's get into ginger. Ginger, or it's Latin name that I may mispronounce, honestly, is Zingiber officinalis. It's a hot, dry, relaxing herb that is commonly found in most grocery stores these days. My favorite of its long list of actions are that it's a diaphoretic, antispasmodic, carminative, and emmenagogue actions. I'll go into that in more detail in a second, but I want to talk about the energetics of ginger first. So ginger month was an experience for me. I have a naturally hot constitution, so adding more heat was not the most comfortable thing in the world. I found that I had to balance it with other cooling herbs to be able to tolerate that intense warming action. It was a lot. It built up in my body really quick, and um, I had to find that balance in order to be able to do a whole month of... Consuming as much ginger and drinking a ton of ginger tea um, as I possibly could. So that was a fun thing that I had to figure out. That said, I did really enjoy having ginger as an herbal ally once I found that balance. I also did struggle with the drying action or the drying energetic action of ginger because I'm usually fairly balanced when it comes to dry slash moist in my body. I think I'm, I naturally lean to the dry side, but I've been drinking so much water and tea that for so long that my body generally balanced it out. So adding a drying herb to my routine was also not super comfortable. This one I solved by specifically adding marshmallow root to my ginger tea to keep that moisture level up someday we'll do a monograph for marshmallow root because i love it but that's not what we're here to talk about definitely my favorite energetic aspect of ginger is its relaxing qualities i'm a naturally tense person its other energetic properties will likely keep me from turning to it or its relaxing properties personally but it helped a lot with digestion and menstrual pain which is probably what i'll use it for for myself Speaking of digestion and menstrual pain, let's break down those herbal actions now. I'm going to give you the definition of those sciency words that I talked about earlier. So, An emmenagogue is a action that promotes menstruation by stimulating the pelvic circulatory system, a diaphoretic Promotes perspiration and helps the body with elimination through the skin. A carminative promotes digestion and relieves gas and cramping in the GI tract. And an antispasmodic, which I think is the most self explanatory, helps relax tension and quells spasms. So, just a reminder ginger has a ton of actions. These are just four of them. I'll be focusing on these in this monograph because these are the ones that I notice the most in my body during my time with it. It may be different for you. You might You might like these, you might like different ones, you might use ginger for other things that is personal to you and your body. But I'm going to focus on these four. So for me, the antispasmodic and diaphoretic action have been the most helpful recently. You know, it's getting cold outside, I caught a really gnarly, like, Chest cold respiratory infection thing recently, and the ginger was a like huge help in keeping my cough in check and just kind of opening up my body to get things moving around. Chai has been my favorite way to help soothe the cough. A lot of the herbs in chai are antispasmodic warming and expectorants, which is all really important when you're fighting off any kind of illness really, but um, especially one that has but just a bunch of junk sitting around in your lungs or your throat or your or wherever, honestly, you know? And it was really nice to have ginger be in the front of my mind because chai is kind of where my brain immediately went to get a lot of chai into me on a regular basis, easily. Speaking of chai, um, just straight ginger tea has been a really great digestive ally for me, so that's that carminative action. I'm a human who relies on marijuana to help me sleep at night. I pretty much without fail get the munchies right before bed, which is one of the worst times to have them for me. But I can't sleep without it. So I've been using ginger to support digestion after I've been eating a ton of food. And then I'm like knocking out to go to sleep. And that's helped a lot with my gut. I feel a lot less heavy and sluggish because I have undigested food that's been hanging out in my body for, you know, eight hours. So that's been really nice i did also the amemagog action is the one that surprised me the most i usually full disclosure, have pretty easy periods. I don't get a whole lot of cramping. But even I saw a change in my period after spending a month of consuming as much ginger as I reasonably could. And so that was amazing. There is a contraindication for people with heavy periods. I am one of those people who bleeds heavy. That's been kind of my trade-off. I um, don't have a a ton of pain. I bleed A lot so I noticed a reduction in my pain and not a whole lot of change in my flow so that was nice that's might be different everybody is different so that might be different for you if you tried to use ginger but especially if you have a naturally sluggish flow the ginger is gonna really help bring blood and heat to that pelvic region which will in turn help your period and particularly your flow um, improve Those are the mundane applications of ginger. Now let's talk about my favorite magical applications. Ginger is an herb ruled by fire and the planet Mars. As a result, it's associated with the great god Ares, the Roman god Mars, and it has several astrological associations as well. So Aries, obviously, for its fire, Sagittarius for its relationship to passion, and Scorpio because it has a stingy bite that has that like tight turn that Scorpios are known for. Like um, Ginger is not here to play, and it definitely has that Scorpio energy. I am an Aries sun, so I really felt that Aries fire especially ast- especially in my pelvic region, where obviously most of its actions target. I felt the Sag passion as well, but not quite as strongly as that Aries energy. I'll probably use it in magical works if I ever need to boost some kind of passion in my life. Sagittarius energy is and subtle for me, which is great. And then I didn't feel a whole lot of the Scorpio energy. For me, I have a what I would call an atypical relationship with Scorpio energy in the first place, but I do recognize how a lot of other people would relate ginger to Scorpio, it's just not kind of where I'm at with it, so if I wanted to use ginger to tap into Scorpio energy, I personally would probably need to use different herbs in concert with the ginger. The energy is definitely there. It's just not how I would personally connect with it. Ginger is a great herb to use in money spells. It attracts more money and can be... You can plant ginger in a pot any time of year. Keep it in your house if it's cold outside. And that will also help you attract money as the plant grows, your finances grow. So that is... That is one way to use ginger and magic. Just grow it. I don't personally do a lot of money work at the moment, but it is definitely a tried and true method of attracting money into your life. I have, I think, once or twice, dusted a little ginger powder like onto my wallet and like in my pockets of like my favorite jacket or something, and I've had some success with that. So that is a couple of ways that you can use ginger for money spells my favorite magical use for ginger though is definitely it's a magical booster sort of it multiplies the power that you put into spell work so i've taken to doing like a couple of drops of ginger tincture either either internally or in my spell work and then my favorite way to get ginger into my body is through candy ginger so that's been really nice um, to just kind of pop a piece of candy ginger and then add that fire to whatever it is I'm doing magically. I've also had some success um, drinking ginger tea before I do spell work. The tea is more when I'm doing specific energy work, particularly body work and action oriented meditations. So it's really nice to like have a cup of ginger tea while I'm doing affirmations in the morning or whenever I'm doing affirmations because I, I do affirmations a lot. So. Yeah, that's just kind of becoming a normal, like, general base practice of mine that I do, and that's been very helpful. So now let's talk about some folklore and folk practices with ginger. History has seen ginger used as a way to ward off illness, which obviously now is supported by our science because it's a great way to keep yourself healthy, to fight off... A lot of different illnesses. English fishermen used to chew it and spit it at their ships to ward off all kinds of sickness. Um, it was also spat into storms to ward them away from boats. Melanesian islanders used to use it in love spells to attract pretty girls. So that's the Sagittarius energy and passion kind of coming into play. And it was used as an aphrodisiac in China, and then it's spread to Europe through the Silk Road, which also makes a lot of sense because we know ginger has a direct effect on your pelvis and the blood flow there, which is great when you're looking for an aphrodisiac. Ginger has been a really awesome herbal ally, both mundane and magical. And while it's not really suited to be like a constant herbal ally for me personally i am really excited to lean into it under specific circumstances yeah that's my ginger monograph let me know on Soul holes or wherever you want to however you want to reach me how you use ginger and if it works well in your magic and in your constitution in your body Thank you for listening, darlings and darklings. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it. It really helps me out. You can find me on social media at Simply Witchery. Check me out for readings and more magical content. The music in this episode was provided by LoFi Girl. May blessings, joy, and love find you wherever you are. I'll see you next time. Bye!